everybody, welcome back to this week's edition of This Woman Can. I am your host, Janice Sutherland, career strategist for the black woman over 40. And let me ask you a very, very pertinent question. How do you feel about your annual performance review? Yes, it's that time of year again. Are the reviews something you have to go through? Are they a necessary evil? Is it just something you play the part or you just go through because you're going through the motions? Lately, several of my client conversations have really centred around annual performance reviews, from them being uncertain how to really articulate their performance so it comes across in the best light, to navigating toxic bosses, people who are just not listening to their, their conversations. And these conversations, I know there's so much importance placed in them because there's so much attached to them, from salary increases to maybe annual performance bonus payments and promotions. So it's no wonder that these reviews can be a really, really anxious time to go through. I've had a fair few reviews in my career on both sides of the desk as appraiser and appraisee, both good and bad. And recently, I came across an article that presented a term I'd never heard of before, protective hesitation. The the definition given was when a leader fails to give constructive criticism to employee out of fear of being perceived as racist, sexist, homophobic or any other prejudice. Or as I prefer to get to define it as, an appraiser not giving the necessary feedback because they are worried about the appraiser's reaction and want to avoid having a very having a difficult conversation, perceived or otherwise. It's definitely been an issue that I've observed in my career, and it's a factor that's highly pertinent to black women. Now, granted, some of these leaders really need to up their feedback game, but let's be realistic here. That's probably not going to happen overnight and certainly not in time for your annual review. So that leaves the onus on you, the recipient, to to drive the conversation. So today I want to share with you eight tips to help you get the most out of your year-end performance review. Let's start with know thyself. It's your career, it's your life, and you should know it better than anybody else and understand the areas of opportunity as well as the ways that you have really performed well or excelled in your role. In other words, do a self-evaluation. Be honest about it. Take some time before your review to carefully look over your work during the past few months, the past year, Go through both your professional goals and your personal goals that were set previously. And as I said, be honest with yourself. Ask yourself, how have you performed against them, those goals? Where did you struggle? Did you experience any unexpected challenges? And in what areas did you excel? And those are just a few of the questions to ask yourself. But knowing those answers and any others you think of will mean that you're less likely to be in defensive mode if your manager brings up any negative aspects of your performance. It also helps you redirect the conversation towards the positives as an employee. Next, Mindset is everything. You know what I think about mindset. 
In an ideal world, we'd have all the managers who are adept at giving constructive feedback, who are 100% on top of the review process. Yeah, in an ideal world. Because unfortunately, this is rarely the case for numerous, numerous reasons, such as the protective hesitation I talked about earlier, the lack of feedback skills in your manager, them placing very little importance on the process. So, you know, they're not really interested in it. It's just a tick box exercise for them. So they're, they're just going to get on through the process. And that's why the onus is on you to approach the subject with your boss, with your manager, if they've been letting your review slide by or it's been lacking in, in some point. It's well documented that I really don't like to leave my personal development in the hands of others. I always want to be in control as much as possible. So I've always viewed appraisals as being my opportunity to gather the information I want to know. So take the initiative and ask for a meeting to show that you're being proactive. Once you're having the conversation, make it clear that, look, I'm going to have a professional constructive interaction here. That's what I'm here for. Prepare a few questions to get the conversation rolling, kick it off. These would be my top five and in no particular order, but I'd share the things that I would ask in my annual reviews. What do you think I did well this year? What areas do you feel I need to improve on? How do you see our organisation changing over the next 12 months? That's a key question to help you look at your future development. What areas do you think that I need to develop to meet the demands of my role or the organisational challenges? What career opportunities do you think there are for someone with my experience? That's a you know, valid point to ask. And I'm going to give you one more bonus question because there have been times when, let's face it, I agreed to disagree about a rating and that's no surprise to anybody who knows me. But that question would be, is what could I do to improve my appraisal rating in the next review? And what would an example of good in this particular, this particular question look like? As a leader, I also had to be prepared to answer that question when challenged too. The purpose of the review period is to provide you with an honest assessment of your performance. But that doesn't mean that everyone, as I said, has a manager that feels comfortable in doing that. So you have to open the door for them so that you can get better at your job because you have the feedback that you need. Next, have your highlight reel ready. Now, it can be hard to remember all the things you've achieved over an entire 12 months. Heck, it's hard to remember what it's been like over the past three months. So get into the habit of creating what I call a hooray file. Um, I always kept a folder on my laptop, but it could be a folder, physical folder, where I kept evidence of my accomplishments of some major tasks, like successfully delivering on a project um, on time, attaining a new piece of business, or creating a process that solved a business channel. You, you understand business challenge, I say. You understand where I'm going with this. I also kept a Google Keep list of any small wins that played a part in my performance, a little, little small wins. If you work in a KPI-driven role, such as sales or account management, where I did for years, you want to keep a record of your weekly, monthly, quarterly numbers. So if challenged on your performance, on that performance, you can present a timeline, timeline of events 
and map out what you've done so your manager can see the storyline. Quite often in the world I worked in, there could be situations that occurred that meant that your targets, your performance were impacted. So don't miss the opportunity to back up your story and wins with the right data points. You can't argue with the facts. Next, you want to address progress on previous feedback. Be in a position to provide updates on any feedback you were given during prior reviews, whether they're informal or informal reviews. So let me give you an example here. If you were told that you should present data in a more succinct format when you're communicating with your colleagues or in presentations or meetings, be prepared to discuss or show how you've done that exactly and have those examples ready. Or if you struggle to meet deadlines, get ready to demonstrate and highlight how you've been ahead of every de deadline since you had that feedback, that review. Measurable progress and proof that you're taking proactive steps to integrate feedback with applicable is key because I'll say it again, you can't argue with facts. Next, point out or things to point out the roadblocks you faced, but don't place blame. Blaming other people for any blips in your performance really never looks good. You know, it looks like you're trying to pass the buck on something. So focus on identifying what the problems were that held you back from achieving a particular goal. Then reflect on how you could have handled the situation differently. Was it a situation where more support from your team could have helped? Could you have had more input from your manager? Was this a request you could have communicated clearly um, and earlier on? Identify the problems in the process instead of singling out individuals because it never looks good if you're blaming somebody else. My next tip is ask for support. You know, we all think we're superwoman and sure our goals belong to us, but that doesn't mean that you have to accomplish, accomplish them all on your own. If the goals set are pertinent to your role and you're struggling to attain them, then ask for the support you need to be successful. Having that right support can help you shorten the learning curve you need to have or find a different way to approach a tough challenge and helping your organization to deliver on their objectives because after all that's the goal you want to be in a position where you're setting yourself up for success by getting realigned sooner rather than later so don't be afraid to ask for the support you need if you're struggling or if you think you're going to struggle in your next review you want to be able to tie your performance back to your company's performance and this point is crucial. You want to demonstrate how your performance is helping the company. You could excel in one area of your role, you could be brilliant and you could be the most popular co-worker but how does that make you an asset to organisational performance? Where does it tie in? You actually want to join up the dots, connect the dots for your manager. So again, another example here is how is your success helping fulfil a company objective? Are you helping to drive revenue? Are you bringing in new clients? Are you ensuring that projects are on track and meeting deadlines? Are you recruiting or training new employees? If your work seems a little removed from the greater company goals, sometimes they can be, focus on your team. How are you as an employee making things easier, better, 
efficient and more fruitful for your co-workers. In bringing it back all the way back, rolling it back full circle, you'll present yourself not just as the most, you know, as a stellar employee, but a crucial team player. And that's what we're looking for. Something we overlook sometimes is thanking your boss for providing the feedback, whether that's positive or negative. Our immediate emotional reaction to a critical piece of feedback, you know, is perfectly normal. That, that happens. But expressing it may not always serve you. The next time somebody offers you negative or uncomfortable feedback, resist that temptation to snap back, to explain yourself or get defensive. Just say thank you. Thank you for the input instead. It's not easy, but it has the potential to change your professional life because every single piece of feedback, you may not recognize it sometimes, is valuable. Some pieces of feedback just take longer for us to process. In closing, professional growth doesn't happen just in the annual performance review. Yep, this is the great meeting, it's a great checkpoint and it's an opportunity to measure your progress. But the best way to really ace your performance review is to ask and feed, receive, should I say, feedback frequently in your monthly reviews or weekly meetings. Feed that provides clarity in your performance and enables your consistent professional growth. Now, if you're struggling with thinking about what questions you should be asking, you know, what should I be asking my performance review? How do I tackle that boss who maybe doesn't doesn't really lend himself to um, my reviews or isn't the best at performance? Drop me a line. Let's see if we can work together, maybe a quick one to one session so I can help you ace that performance review. Just visit my website, JaniceSutherland.com, to book your career power shot. These are special, short, uh, two-hour sessions that enable you to focus on just one particular aspect of your career. And it's ideal for you to help you navigate your annual performance review. So as I said, just head over to there, JaniceSutherland.com. Look for working with me and then coaching options and you can book your session there. So that's it this week. Let me know how you get on with your annual performance reviews or what you find tricky with them. Um, you can visit me on all the socials. I am Janice Sutherland. But as always, until next time, remember if I can, you can, this woman can. Take care until next time.